Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I'm Doug, along with Brad. Hello! And today we're going to be talking about the Shenmue HD collection. Is that what it's called? Uh, it just says Shenmue 1 and 2 on the box. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, H- HD is pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> the recent re-release of the Shenmue uh, 1 and 2. Um, Probably much more accurate. Yeah, so Brad, I, I have actually never, I have literally never touched the series. I do remember seeing Shenmue 2 in a Kmart and going, wow, that game looks much better than my PS2 games. Uh, but that's it pretty was. Much my, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much my only, like, um, my only reference to the series. But you actually played Shenmue 1 on Dreamcast, Shenmue 2 on Xbox, and now yep. you're revisiting th- these, um, I guess, for the first time since they on release. Like, have you played them since? I have done nothing with these since like 2001, 2002. So I've never gone back and played them. It's it's honestly one of those things that until Shenmue 3 got like the big, huge release at the E3 conference a couple years ago. Yeah. It had been one of those series that just kind of escaped my mind, just not necessarily because of quality, but more so just because of time. Like it'd been 10, 15 years. Yeah. There were, there was that, you know, five or six year period after two of, I, I want to know what's going to happen. What's, where does this go? What's going to happen? Are we ever going to get to Landy? Like what's going on here? Yeah. And then just over the years, so many other games have come in and kind of like taken its place that it's kind of gone. Oh yeah. Like that's never going to happen. It's just one of those things that I'm never going to know. And this feels like me and Half-Life too. <laughs> yes. It's probably, yes. It's one of those things where it's like at, at some point you got to the point where you're just like, I'm never going to know what happens to Freeman. And you know what? I have come to accept that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what happened with Shenmue. I'm never going to know what's going to happen, but I've come to accept that. So we'll just put it behind us. I'll have fond memories when I see it on a greatest games from the Dreamcast era like <laughs> yeah. list or whatever and go, oh yeah, I remember walking through those towns mm-hmm. talking to people. <laughs> so so now I guess, now they're actually going back, are you, are you starting to feel... I mean, before we actually talk about kind of the, the remaster itself and like whether or not it holds up, because I think that's going to be a big question. I mean, like now kind of going back to that, is it, are you starting to get kind of that hype again of like, oh, yeah, I actually like Shenmue. Oh, yeah, I actually can't wait to see what happens to Londi in order. I don't know. I don't know what this is about. <laughs> Londi's the bad guy. Okay. L- Londi killed your father. Gotcha. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, I am. And as I'm going through these, I just kind of have had that remembering of like, as I go through, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this character. Oh yeah, I remember this. Like, oh, that was a big thing of like, what was going to happen with this? What is the, what is the Phoenix mirror? Why is this such an important thing? And just as you're even playing through them again, because it's been 15, 20 years since I've touched these, even the mysteries in the game itself are kind of that still like, oh yeah, like, wait, do I know that? Did I ever find (laughs) that out? (laughs) Because I, I mean, I was like, 13 ish when i played these so you yeah. know so it's like my 13 year old m- memory of this is just oh i don't oh okay yeah sure whatever so no i'm very excited for shenmue 3 i was i was when it got announced and i was like oh god like i'm gonna have to read the hell out of some wikipedia pages to know what i need to know to play that yeah, and yeah. When this guy and i was like oh okay yeah yep i'm gonna definitely go back and play this so i i for sure think that just going back and playing through um having played them before is awesome just because it does bring back so many fond memories of these games that I really did love. So, I mean, I guess, I guess from that perspective, like you're the person who's kind of returned the series. Um, So I guess we're going to get into the question now of a lot of people have never heard of Shenmue and this is the first time interacting with Shenmue. And so I guess from the perspective that you're playing it, it seems like you're kind of enjoying the games and going back to them. Um, How do you, how do you kind of see this like recommending it to other people? Like, from a game that's coming out, I mean, it's a re-release, obviously, but it came out in 2018. Is this a game that holds up in any way, shape, or form? Is it something that's still kind of unique? So, I mean, it, you can still, you know, 
this is there's stuff there. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those things that I feel really horrible because this game, hands down, is just it's great. I love it. Yeah, but I love it because I have a history of it because I know what it is. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of a lot of knowledge you need to have going into like what you're about to get yourself into because. Yeah. There is so much stuff that if you were to put that in a game now, it would it'd be a two out of ten. Oh, if you were oh, to really? say like if you were to say this happens in this game, there are a lot of people who go, No, I'm it's twenty eighteen, I am not buying a game with that in it. It's not happening. Okay. And I think and I think that's the thing where this is this is a game that I I firmly love and I'm absolutely loving going back through them. It's been so much fun the past few weeks just to go back through both of them. Yeah. And Shenmue two, I think that that's the thing is I almost feel like I'd want to say like play two. If you've never okay. played these before, play two. Because gotcha. one is very much the beta test for two, it feels like, where there's like so mm-hmm. many things where you're going through like, oh I just wish this wouldn't happen. I wish this wouldn't happen. And then you get to two and it's like, okay, they did rectify a lot of those errors for two, but even two still compared to a lot of modern games is not quite to where it should be. So I guess so I guess I kind of what's what's kind of like the big sticklers that you're saying like this clearly does not hold up because I'm actually curious because one of the things you talk when you start talking like you're like oh yeah those mysteries it seems like that still stuff that stuff kind of holds up like the story and the mysteries kind of hold up oh, yeah. so what so I guess so I guess what's the, what are like the specific things that like don't hold up they're like this is the this specific thing is probably gonna hold people back from loving this game and then what are like these really good aspects that kind of do hold up and it still have that sort of interest from today's so the main the main hangups that I would have with this is first of all, well, again, you have to look at Shenmue one and two as two different things. Cause two is definitely a step forward. The biggest yeah. one for one is one loves to waste your time. Okay. One is the biggest time waster game you will ever find. Cause there are things that happen at certain times and there are yeah. certain points where it will say, okay, you need to be here at seven o'clock. And if it's okay. noon, you, you need to wait till seven o'clock. There is no question of speeding up time. There is no question of like, oh, well, I'll just go rest in this place till seven o'clock. That's not an option. You just have to sit there and wait until seven o'clock, which every hour is maybe 10 minutes in real time. So it's like, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's well, good... I mean, no, if it's every hour is 10 minutes, that's still like, you know, 70 minutes, which is like an hour or so. Okay. That might be a bit longer. Maybe it's every hour is five minutes. I don't, I don't know the exact comparison, but it's yeah. definitely one of those things where like there were points where it's like, all right, I don't want to go to the arcade and play a couple of games. Like, I don't yeah. really need to go shopping. I don't really want to practice my fighting right now. So I'm just going to set the controller down, watch a quick episode of something on TV, come back. Hopefully it's after seven. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And and it's not the most prevalent thing, but it does happen half a dozen, a dozen times throughout this game where I got to that point where it's like, crap. Or... What's even worse is you'll miss it and it'll be like, okay, be here at three in the afternoon and it's four in the afternoon. So then you have to yeah. get through the rest of the night because you cannot go to bed until 10 o'clock. And that's oh, what boy. resets the day. And then you wake up at nine o'clock and then you have to again wait until it gets to three o'clock or whatever time. So that that is completely rectified in two. And two, there's oh, okay. just a, you need to be here at seven and you can go walk around, wait. So you can just wait and it'll just speed up time until it gets to that point. Gotcha. That so, sounds great. Okay. <laughs> yes, it's one of those things that when playing them back to back, you it's the first time that pops up, you're like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but one is really glitchy too. I didn't run into really any glitches in in two, but one had a bunch of like glitches where you'd cut into a first person mode where like I had one point where like I had to reset the game because the cutscenes wouldn't play. So it very much feels like that very early 3D game. But a lot of the things that are a lot of the other major hangups are just 
it's a open world game that was on the forefront of open world games. Yeah. So things like there's no map. You have oh, to okay. you have to memorize the city. There is no there is not a single objective marker in the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Want wanted or not, which again, you can have that argument of if that's good or bad, but there's not a single objective marker in this game. And yeah. most of your clues about where to go are based off of like a very short sentence. So everything every time you get a clue, you write something down in your notebook. So it'll say yeah. like need to meet a sailor is obviously the big joke from Shenmue. And you just need to go and ask around random people until you find the one person, one or two people who happen to know something about where that sailor is. Oh, geez. So, yeah. So, to, so to me, that sounds like, yeah, that sounds like very old school game design. Like, I feel like I've played not similar games, but I can definitely see like that vague hint that like, wait a second, that doesn't actually make any sense. <laughs> yeah. So instead of just being like, go to so-and-so at such and such a place, it's yeah. find a sailor. And then you need to walk around and just interview people and go like, hey, do you know where sailors are? No, well, leave me alone. Do you know where sailors are? Um, I think I've seen them in this district. And then you gotcha. go into that district and they're like, oh, yeah, they hang out at this cafe. And then you go to that cafe and they're like, oh, yeah, they normally are here around 7 o'clock. Oh, well, that's kind of interesting. It's it's a very cool game design mechanic, but it's that's that, that's the game. That's the gameplay loop in Shenmue. Oh, for like, those types of things. Oh, okay. yes. Yeah, 70% of the game. 70 percent, oh, wow. i think is probably fair yeah which again i think at the time was revolutionary because you're like oh my god yeah. i'm following these threads through i'm just talking to random people i can you can talk to any person in the game yeah even by open world standards at the time you can go into a good majority of the stores a oh, good majority cool. of the shop fronts you can go into a lot of them are open air shops so you can talk with the people there mm-hmm. so it it's very much feels like a history lesson where it's like this this clearly if this game didn't exist you would not have Grand Theft Auto. You would not have Yakuza. You wouldn't have these big open world games just because they, so many of them draw from what this did. Yeah. But because it's so early, I could see somebody who's never played it just having a really hard time going back to it and going like, well, what am I doing? Like, why is this how this works? Gotcha. So, I mean, I, I, those, those to me, that's actually really interesting because um, those to me sound like old, like, they, they sound like things that have definitely been fixed in recent years. Exactly. Maybe even like decades ago. Um, exactly. <laughs> So I guess, I guess kind of like, uh, so I guess, so what are the things that do hold up? Because I think one of the things like you immediately start talking about was like kind of the mysteries that the story has, like, is the story in the characters, is that, is that something you can at least hang your hat on and say like, hey, these definitely hold up? Or is that still something that's kind of like, it was good for its time? <laughs> it, I mean, it's been, it's been, it's been beaten for sure, I think, yeah. but it still definitely holds up. And because of the way the game works, where you yeah. are constantly interviewing people, every step in this game is a mystery. So okay. you're going through and it's going, okay. I need to know who Londi is, and you're halfway through the second game before you really get any good information on Londi. Oh, and interesting. And these mysteries are so... And two picks up exactly where one left off. It is a clear continuation um, going from one to two, but a lot of it is just like, okay, I have this thing. What is this thing? And then you figure out what that thing is, and that leads you to another mystery, which leads you to another mystery, which leads you to another mystery. So it's constantly mm-hmm. this thing of you're slowly figuring out more about... Um, who your father is and your father in the first opening scene is killed by this mysterious man named Londi. And you're trying to figure out, okay, who is Londi? Who is he working for? Like, what was my father involved in that I didn't know about? Oh, interesting. Yeah. And again, this is the first one I think is probably maybe a 15 hour game. The second one's a little bit longer. Yeah. So you're going for, you know, 35 hours and you still, by the time you're done are still have some of these things hanging over your head of like, that was a mystery 35 hours ago. And I've pieced together maybe half of it. In oh, these wow. 35 hours. So 
just the story in in and of itself is just huge and it's giant and everything ties together so you'll meet somebody and then they'll come back in three hours later so just Mm -hmm. the general story the characters all that stuff holds up really well I think one of the things I I, I don't want to get too much in the Yakuza series, but I think one of the things I like about the Yakuza series is that I feel like you get to learn a lot about the city. Um, yeah. So is that kind of like is that kind of like where I, I assume I kind of pulled that from Shenmue? So does it feel like you kind of like over the course of thirty five hours of game, do you feel like you get to know these characters? Like there's different facets to these characters that you might not immediately. It's not just like not everybody's just sort of like that generic JRPG villager. Like you actually do kind of like see it's like okay no there's actually they have different parts. There's different parts of them. There's different things because you get to know the town and the people more. Um, an early version of that. Yes, there are okay. <laughs> the, the, the important ones. Yes, very much. Okay. And then okay. even like one or two of the not quite as important ones. Yes. But there are this, like, this is the person who just runs the flower stand and you just talk to the flower stand lady and she gotcha. just offers you to buy flowers every time. But there are a lot that do evolve. And again, the city in and of itself. So Shenmue one takes place in, in your hometown. Okay. So you know everybody. So walking around, everybody's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Like, oh, I'm sorry to hear about your father. Like, I can't believe that happened. Can I help? Yeah. And then Shenmue 2, you find out that um, Landy actually went to Hong Kong. Okay. So now, so Shenmue 1, you're in this nice, friendly place where you know everybody and everybody's nice to you and friendly because you live there. And then yeah. Shenmue 2, you're in this, like, fish out of water where you're like, oh, you're that, like, oh, you're you're from Japan. What are you doing here? Like, why are you here? What's wrong with you? Like, so oh, interesting. The, yeah. So the, even the way that the NPCs interact with you is a little bit different just because they're so friendly in one and they're not so much in two because you're in this new place, so you don't know anybody. Dang it. You made this sound much more interesting than I thought you would. <laughs> so before we were talking, like, yeah, this game doesn't really hold up and that sort of thing, but, like, I don't know, this stuff actually sounds really cool. So, I mean, like, so I guess from the perspective, like, people who played Shenmue definitely should play this people who haven't played it like so what's your kind of final thoughts on like people who haven't really touched Shenmue before like should they touch the I mean you said play two but I mean should they but even like I I almost feel like you need to play because so the story is like 10 or 11 chapters long or something ridiculous like that um Yu Suzuki has basically said kind of in the same thing that George Lucas always did of like oh yeah these are like two or three chapters out of my 11 story 11 chapter epic Oh, which yeah <laughs> yeah there was a big eye roll there since you can't see that but yeah. um but yeah so you know you do get into kind of this thing of like okay well i want all the pieces but i would almost shenmue 2 just from a pure game design standpoint i think would be the tolerable one if you're not yeah. willing to deal with old game design if you're willing to sit here and go okay i can tolerate some old game design i can tolerate some you know dreamcast era stuff yeah go for it but I think you just need to know what you're getting into before you jump in and go, I've heard Shenmue's great. I've heard this was one of the best games that was on Dreamcast. Because you're going to start and you're going to go, what is this shit? <laughs> no, I think I think no, I think that's good. Uh, that's actually that's yeah, that's pretty interesting. So, final thoughts, play Shenmue 2. If you can handle it, play Shenmue 1. And Yeah. I mean, I mean and I I think almost like watch the first watch the first scene in Shenmue 1. For sure, because like there's like a first opening like ten minute scene that I think really sets up the characters really well. Yeah. Because you're introduced to Landi, who's the main the main villain throughout the entire thing. You're introduced to a couple other characters in the first few minutes, and then jump over to two and just know that in one, pretty much you're kind of chasing them down, and some other cool important mystery stuff happens. And although then you don't know about the mirrors, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to say play two just because I feel like if you're going to play one of the two, you're going to prefer two in 2018 yeah. just because of the game design mechanics that are there and that it is, it does work a little bit better. 
but one definitely needs the story elements. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So that's our review of Shenmue. <laughs> no, no, I, I think it's I think it's good though. Like people kind of as long as they know they're getting into it, it still sounds like it's a story worth listening to or at least experiencing. Oh, for sure. And even if you could, I mean, and I think this is what a lot of people end up doing is just going through and watching the cutscenes on YouTube before three comes out. There, there is a good story here, and there is a great story. There's a story that evolves as you go through it, and there's a story that definitely leaves you wanting to know what is the conclusion, what's going to happen in 3, 4, and 5, and however many more of these there are. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Uh, I think that's, a good, that's definitely a good place to leave it. Um, so we are Workforce Gaming. If you guys like us, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming and subscribe to us whatever you're listening to us on. See you guys next week. See ya.